right, so we're on Whole Nine Yards. Welcome back to Whole Nine Yards. I'm Jay. I'm Ray. And this is Whole Nine Yards. That's later. Yeah, that's later. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we're the show that, what do we do? Idioms. talk to the people about the words that we say and why, maybe, or reasons. Etymology, (laughs) phrase origins, stuff like that. Stuff. Yeah. And today... Conjecture. What's this category called? Conjecture. Goodness, things that are good, stuff. What do you call this? Uh, yeah, pleasant, happy, good, good stuff. Good I like things. I like those good things. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll jump right in. Hop in. Hunky dory. Hunky dory. Yeah. Nice. So when I say hunky dory, uh, you know what? 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 What do you? How do you use that? I guess I feel like I'm. A child of the '80s, and someone saying that, as in meaning things are also the '80s, rad. <laughs> wow, really? You're, you, I don't know why. You, For some reason, hunky dory. I can I picture someone saying that to me as a kid. Am sure. I, I just you know like in a, in that pop sense. So yeah, I don't huh. know. I just for some reason I have like on little overalls and like colorful vaporware stuff around me. I don't know. It's weird. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, I, don't, the, the, I think things are okay. How's yeah, that? is that better? <laughs> That's way better. So the the favorite explanation that uh, people like to hear about sure. is um, one that says uh, originated in Yokohama, Japan, when mm-hmm. American sailors were over there, but it doesn't say when, what era. You know, you think you, you, you think like post World War right. II, but then a lot of these stories sound like no, this was earlier. So, uh, but there aren't any dates for this. <laughs> but I guess sailors on leave mm-hmm. would go into town mm-hmm. off of the boats on shore leave. Shore leave, and uh, you know, a kind of entertainment that sailors enjoy uh-huh. mm-hmm. was uh, found up on a street, which was uh, in. Japanese Huncho Dory. Okay. Now, huh. some of my research said that that translated roughly to Main Street, mm-hmm. but no translating techniques that I used could get remotely close to that. Okay. So I don't know, I, you know, but what do I know? The babblefish didn't help. None of them. Huh. I mean, they helped, but they didn't get me get anywhere the, near Main or Main Street. Street. <laughs> so... But anyway, you'd you'd go and and you'd enjoy your time as a sailor, mm-hmm. as a and sailor. then, uh, so if you were on your way to that good time, mm-hmm. or knew that you were on that main street that led back down to the dock to the ship, mm-hmm. you knew everything was Honcho Dory, and they <laughs> they morphed it into Hunky Dory. <laughs> However, okay, I was wait, okay. <laughs> However, <laughs> um, that doesn't seem really. It, it's colorful and cute. It's very colorful. It just seems, yeah, that's a, okay. But does not end up being okay. really what it is. Although, if, if you ask a lot of uh, reference materials, they will give you this. Oh, yeah. All right. So, there's also a Dutch word that is hunk, that uh, means uh, home and safe, and apparently was used in some children's street games, uh, you know, in the earlier part of the 20th century, mm-hmm. and notably in New York City. 
So people thought, oh, it's your home, you're going hunky, you're mm-hmm. going home. Mm-hmm. But no references of these or uses uh, comes up with any dories. There are no dories connected to this. So mm. it's kind of hard to figure that that is it. Yeah. Although, you know, it makes a, a 50% satisfying tr- journey to conclusion. There is no conclusion. But that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Yeah, because um, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. There's a song, and I found this song. All right. And I found some people singing this song. Nice. Uh, it was sung by the Christie Minstrels uh, at the time, and this is during the Civil War. So this predates all of this business about Americans in Yokohama or mm-hmm. Dutch kids on the streets of New York, New York in sure. the 1930s <laughs> or whatever. And they sung a song called Josephus Orange Blossom. And in that the, the song... The classic by the Christie... Christie... Tris- Minstrels. Minstrels. <laughs> I mean, everyone has it. Yeah, I have that record. In it, it clearly sings uh, the term Red Hot Hunky Dory Contraband. Okay. So I found some other verses of the song and some other lyrics of the song where people use Hunky Daddy in the same similar line, but that really makes no sense. I think I think that was somebody listening to someone else Just and not... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because... The hunky dory. So the dory is a is a flat bottom boat, kind of like a rowboat. Okay. Really. Uh, so if you had a hunky dory, now maybe that was a dory from East European origin. Yeah. I'm not sure. All right. But that's that's the heart of of hunky. Hunky. Um, so you'd have hunky dory. And you'd have contraband in it, so you were getting away with something in a boat. All that makes a lot more sense. Hmm. Um, yeah. And, and it was in the lyrics of a song from you know 1860, so okay. that sort of ties that one more neatly up in a bow. Yeah. Now, what it means or why it means or who constructed it is one thing, but it is at least that old, and that's and that's a bona fide first usage. Actual evidence we have. Nice. Yeah. Huh. All right. And uh, and that Hunky song also Dory. features the first use of the term peeping Tom that's known, but that's maybe for another That episode. should be another one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Weary, what do you have there? Larry peeping Toms. That doesn't alliterate. No. Um, up to snuff. Ooh. Uh, so, you know, you know, good enough. Perhaps. What do you think of when I say up to snuff? Yep. Good enough. <laughs> Good enough. Perfect. Uh, nothing to do with um, tobacco pinched between the cheek and gum. No, but that is where we start and end. Get out. <laughs> it's not a gumming pinch. It's a sniffing pinch. Well, I guess you could gum it. I don't know. All right, let's have it. Uh, so snuff. Is a Dutch name for ground powdered tobacco. They spell it S-N-U-I-F, but it's pronounced snuff as far as I know. Uh, And that's a product from the 1560s-ish era. Really? Yeah. So by the early 1600s, it had been, uh, I guess, become an expensive luxury. As you can see by the the aristocracy, well, he's in, in all the movies I've seen starring Mel Brooks. The history of the world. He's he plays like the uh, 
king and he's got a snuff box. That's the first time I think I actually experienced what a snuff. I was like, what is that thing? What is he doing? Yeah, it was Mel Brooks. All right. History of the World Part 1. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, fancy snuff boxes, elaborate things. So it became known, or it became more of an expensive luxury. Um, and the phrase is literally derived kind of from the stimulating effects of it. Um, it kind of, it's a stimulant, so it would sharpen your mind a little bit and kind of, you know, focus you and get you like firing on all cylinders, much like we do when we get espresso. You or, sniff it. Well, that, you don't sniff espresso. No, I'm saying the you, snuff. S- you sniff the snuff. Yes, you sniff the snuff. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a kind of a, a direct, this is a thing, and we have... A suspected origin in the in 1811 play uh, by John Poole was a was parody parodying Shakespeare's Hamlet. In one of the lines, he writes, uh, "He looks well enough. The game we're after, Zooks. He's up to snuff." He says that line, and then later in the play, he he defines what he's up to snuff means oh, in the play. I, oh, that's handy. So he's saying, because, I mean, no one knows what, what we don't know what that is. So he's he says... He's introducing this term and documenting exactly. it He us. says, he's up to snuff. That is, he is the knowing one. So that means he's he's in the know. He knows what's going on. He's up to the task. Uh, and then from there, it became... Yeah, he, like, literally defined this phrasing in an idiom in this play, is what I found. John Poole. Hamlet Travesty is the play, 1811. Wow. So I would have thought that, you know, up to snuff means, so if, if snuff gives you a little burst, makes you sharp, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I would have thought it was a little bit different. Well, I found some, not to cut you off, nah. that almost had an origin that was a posed question to someone. Let's hear. Well, like, are you down to snuff? Like, you want some of this. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but that one sort of was that and then the end. I was like, okay. It seemed conjectury. Yeah. But, eh, I don't yeah. know. It could be. I, I guess I shouldn't have discluded it. It's just, right. the, this yeah. is a little more. Yeah, for a snuff, mate. Right. In a way, kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's certainly possible. Uh, Yeah. But this was hard evidence of. At least this is hard evidence of the lit- the idiom that you could ask the question: Are you up to snuff? Meaning literally, would you like some snuff? But this guy's like, I'm gonna make an idiom out of this thing. Yeah, John yeah. Poole. Yeah. Ah, thanks to he's, him. He's up to snuff. Dig it. Yeah. So uh, let's take a break. Let's take that break and have some ads. We'll be right back. Support Whole Nine Yards and make your life easier with Instacart. Online grocery shopping made simple. Instacart connects you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores in a single order. Products you love from local stores, hand-selected based on your preferences. Many items may be delivered in as little as an hour. Instacart helps to save you money on your favorite items and recommends new products that you might also love. Instacart, the most convenient way to shop. Whole Nine Yards is sponsored by the Roberto Clemente Museum. Located in a restored engine house in Pittsburgh's revitalized Lawrenceville neighborhood, the Clemente Museum is a showcase of the largest exhibited collection of baseball artifacts, works of art, literature, photographs, and memorabilia related to Roberto Clemente and his life in baseball. 
Shop the store for clothing and other items featuring the iconic 21 logo and purchase tour tickets for the museum at clemenemuseum.com. Enter promo code W9Y21 for a 10% discount on hats and tees. That's clemenemuseum.com, promo code W9Y21. Whole Nine Yards is sponsored by Big Science Music. Big Science Music is a can and one show award-winning original music and sound boutique, providing scoring, sound design, radio, podcast, and audio post-production services for the advertising, film, and video industries. Big Science Music also offers ADR, casting, and project management. Big Science Music's reels, full capabilities, and more can be found at bigsciencemusic.com. That's bigsciencemusic.com. All right, thanks for coming back. Yes. You I mean you were just you were there all along or right. you pressed that little circle button. We came back. Whichever happened. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But hopefully you listen to our ads cuz they're so. they're quick and they're really great people. Fantastic people. So continuing on this um, all goodness thing, I have I'm hunky dory to continue. Huh. I hope this next one is up to snuff. <laughs> Yo. So uh, <laughs> So this is Cloud 9. Ah. Yeah, Cloud 9. Cloud better than the Cloud 8. Yeah, well, it's funny you should say oh, that. Oh, I right? love when those work out. Yeah. I All right. Because here's a thing. Okay. Some believe the original expression mm-hmm. was on Cloud 7. <sighs> because that did a flip, you know how people do with the words and the language and the, I thought you said this or whatever, with from seventh heaven. So cloud seven, oh, seventh heaven. Nice. Thing. Okay. Right. Uh, there's some other people. We're not putting all of our chips on their uh, spinning wheel number Can't. that believe it was chosen because nine was considered a mystical number. But I got Um Hmm. One thing we know for sure, yeah, it was not started by the Temptations <sighs> and their great psychedelic soul hit. Okay, um, that would have been nice. That's what I thought. Yeah, me too. Huh. You know, state of bliss. Yeah, as you know, is what you're describing with it. Uh, the cloud seven that the, or seventh heaven, cloud nine. Hmm. Uh, there's some definitions that that pull it back and forth from. Um, being akin to head in the clouds um, mm, mm-hmm. or a confused state, but really cloud nine ended up meaning in, in the end, at least when we use it in our context, uh, is, of course, uh, you're, everything's great. You're like in euphoria. Uh, everything's wonderful, right? Floating on cloud nine. Yeah. Um, so mm, From outer space. Where that really comes from, and yeah. it, and and which seems pretty indisputable, is um, International Cloud Atlas of 1896 defines ten types of clouds, <laughs> and nice. it's described the ninth type as the. I'm going to screw this one up. Cumulonimbus. Cumulonimbus. Is that it? Cumulonimbus. I'm going with that. Nice. Go with that. That's cloud nine. (laughs) Cumulonimbus. I'll go with that. Which rises to 10 kilometers, 6.2 miles, the highest a cloud can be. (sighs) And therefore, when you're on the highest possible cloud of clouds, you're on cloud Cloud nine. nine. 
And uh, with that, folks, I, I I can't really add to it. We can no, talk. No, that's so satisfying. Well, yeah. That's so satisfying. Uh, but yeah, that is... Uh, so, oh man, okay. I, I mean, because I was digging the, the seventh heaven. I'm like, okay, I see. I could see how this goes there. I, I see. know, right? Nice. All right. But uh, so I, I will say that its popularity, however, mm-hmm. was or is, I should say, more attributed to a 1950s radio drama called Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar. And uh, this guy, I listened to some, you yeah. can find them online. Um, this guy had a, it was a weird idea for a show. He was, let me tell you what he was, yeah. a freelance insurance investigator. And so, like a, like a fraud guy? Yeah. Like a but, PI insurance guy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he'd find himself stumbling into all kinds all manner of, um, of. Yeah, because I guess there, it was, you know, he'd investigate fraud and what have you. Maybe this one's a restaurant fire. Maybe next week's some kind of car accident. All of these things okay. happen. So it was very dramatic. Yeah. It, it has all that dramatic music. And like, you know, Mannix later in the seventies, <laughs> he's always getting funked in the head and knocked out. <laughs> Got someone plot device. Yeah, it makes a good. So apparently, this hero, like Mannix, was knocked in the head, unconscious almost every episode, and transported to Cloud Nine. Oh, and at Cloud Nine, he could start talking again. So, uh, this is um, wait. This is where people really got introduced to it as a a big oh a phrase a big phrase to use. Yep, he got trans and then he could what he could talk again. Yeah, so I I listened through some of the episodes. Nice. Um, so it's a little bit um, reverby, you know. After he gets knocked mm-hmm. out, you know. Oh, so, okay. Right. So then he's saying, "Oh yeah, well, mm. I guess I really shouldn't have walked into that room." You gotcha. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I see. It's a it's a hell of a show. Nice. Yeah. Johnny Dollar, huh? Uh, yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Wow. Uh, the man with the action-packed expense account. Not going to lie to you, that's how it's introduced. <laughs> that does not sound interesting <laughs> at all. Yeah, but in 1950... <laughs> the man with the action-packed expense account. I mean, whatever works for you. Sure. I, mean, I guess it's a... You're right. I shouldn't... I, you can only judge a, a time by its time. No. Yeah. Far be it for us. Uh, impossible. Yeah. So, uh... Huh. That's cloud nine. Do you have a list of all the other cloud numbers and what they are? I'm just curious. I'm not putting it in the spot. I just wanted to know. Uh, it's, it's kind of spotty. Well, if you had, um, just a yes or no. You know what? The, the short answer is no. That's fine. The long answer is no. <laughs> it's also no. So, what do you have? Uh, I have some listener mail. Uh, oh, man. Yes, I like as mail. you were saying. Yeah. Uh, listener mail. Great. Uh, Doug from Florida. Sweet. Is referencing our whole nine yards episode saying he has alleged information that he heard as well wait you're saying not uh, the whole nine yards the trailer oh right the episode containing our description of the whole nine nine yards yards, right this is whole nine yards as well right so yes this is the he's referencing when we spoke on the whole nine yards yeah okay just clarifying uh yes no good thank you very much yes that all right and what's Um, Doug say Doug says, basically, uh, he heard that uh, many early sailing vessels were equipped with three masts, and each mast could hold three yards, uh, which he's saying are horizontal timbers that supported the sails. 
And if a captain ordered the whole nine yards, he was ordering all three sails on all three masts to be raised. Huh. I, Which is interesting theory as well. Um, we Did we get any nautical ones? I don't remember, honestly. I didn't I don't, remember seeing any nautical yeah. ones in my research on Same. that. It's a vast topic, but yeah, no. Um, so I do remember Yale saying it was it was the riddlest of all riddles yeah. of uh, idioms. Riddlums. I like riddlums. It's it's fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Doug. Though for writing in, we appreciate the thoughts and sharing other ideas. Cause yeah, that one's a pesky one. All the mast tickies. Masts. Um. Dig yeah. It. So thanks, Doug. All right. This is uh, whole nine yards. And uh, thanks for joining thanks us. Thanks for listening. You can write us at heyu at whole9yards.org. That's whole, the number nine, yards.org. And tell us what's on your mind. Thoughts, comments, suggestions, relative criticisms. And we'll, uh, we'll sort those out. Don't forget to subscribe. Oh, yeah. Please subscribe. And I'm Jay. I'm Ray. And we, we are, are not, not idioms. idioms. Whole Nine Yards is written, recorded, and produced by Big Science Pods. Learn more at whole9yards.org or contact Whole Nine Yards by emailing heyyou at whole9yards.org. That's heyyou at whole9yards.org. Whole Nine Yards theme music composed by Big Science Music.